At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It's another edition of your favorite show on the network. It's the Edge here on VSIN. Matt Eumanns, Jonathan Von Tobel, and it is conference tournament week, although we've had some conference tournaments well underway already. We actually get a couple of tickets punched later tonight. We'll have plenty of coverage on that. Brian Edwards, college sports handicapper, Vegas insider, is going to be with us. Vegas B. Edwards up on Twitter to discuss that. We'll have more beyond our conversation with Brian, too. Good NBA slate as well, and a weekend to get to, but... We have breaking news that we would touch on right now for those who do not know, because out of the National Football League, it ties into the sports gambling world. Matt Eumanns, Calvin Ridley, Atlanta Falcons receiver who did not play last season, was away from the team, has been suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games, placed bets in November 2021 while away from his team on the non-football injury list. Uh, The wording, too, is pretty important, uh, at least the 2022 NFL season. (laughs) For okay. Calvin Ridley, uh, who apparently placed a couple of parlays on wow. his cell phone wow. while Locked he was away from the team. Locked him up, throw away the key. Never let this guy mingle with uh, respectable people in society again. <laughs> no, and we that's move a on. joke. I'm, being, yes. uh, I'm joking about this. All right, so it's not as serious as uh, NFL Network or the NFL is going to make it out to be. He was not with the team. Uh, as far as we know, he didn't have in- inside information on uh, things that were going to happen in the Falcons games. We don't know if he bet on or against the Falcons. Do we know that? Uh, I haven't seen any details, just that there were parlays placed from a cell phone. So, And I would assume, just going out of the limb, uh, if you had inside info on a specific game, I don't think you'd be placing parlays from your cell phone. No. no I, and here's the thing. He was not active. He was not with the team. He can't impact the outcome of the game. So don't right. act like it's the end of the world. The NFL is gladly accepting all the uh, revenues it makes from sports betting partnerships oh, yeah. when something like this happens. Oh, this guy's suspended for at least a year and maybe more. And, uh, okay, by the letter of the law, he violated um, a rule that players were supposed to abide by, and he should be suspended. But let's not make this a bigger deal than what it is because uh, Calvin Ridley is not a part of uh, the Falcons last season when he was placing these bets. I'm sure there are plenty of other – Players and other professional sports uh, placing bets on their league's games. They're um, away from the team. While they're away from the team, exactly. And um, it's not that big a deal. Just as for 30 years, we heard different NFL commissioners yep. say that sports betting was the biggest threat to the integrity of the game. And then all of a sudden, they make all sorts of deals with sports betting uh, companies and form all these partnerships and accept the revenue. It's not as bad as uh, some people are going to make make you think. So... 
Uh, don't condemn Calvin Ridley as a bad guy because he put in a couple parlays. From the desk of Roger Goodell in a letter to Calvin Ridley, quote, there is nothing more fundamental to the NFL's success and to the reputation of everyone associated with our league than upholding the integrity of the game. This is the responsibility of every player, coach, owner, game official, and anyone else employed in the league. Your actions put the integrity of the game at risk, threaten to damage public confidence in professional football, and potentially undermine the reputations of your fellow players throughout the NFL. For mm. decades, gambling on NFL games has been considered among the most significant violations of league policy, warranting the most substantial sanction in your case, I acknowledge and commend you for promptly reporting for an interview and for admitting your actions. And by the way, Antonio Brown's reinstated. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Greg Hardy got ten games for his uh, exactly his run in with the law. So, I mean, obviously, the NFL is going to try to make an example out of uh, Calvin Ridley and scare players into not um, venturing into any forms of wagering, which is fine. But let's not uh, let's not make uh, Calvin Ridley out to be a, a big time criminal here. Uh, you know. Also, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Well, I, I have one more point there, but continue. Well, I was going to say that um, Roger Goodell always likes to talk about the integrity of the game and pr protecting it. Right. I, I feel like the biggest threat to the integrity of the game is officiating. It's not an inactive player uh, betting from his phone on November games when he's away from the team. I still think uh, officiating in the NFL is a big problem, and I'm going to say this too, in college basketball, I know a lot of people like to speculate on games that might be fixed, especially lower-level type of games. I watched a game yesterday between Nebraska and Wisconsin that was a complete officiating fiasco, and if that is not a threat to the integrity of the game, I don't know what is, because mm -hmm. those officials could not have been any more biased towards the Badgers than they were yesterday. And anyone who watched that knows exactly what I'm talking about. Th that type of stuff is a huge threat to the integrity of the game. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not like they had an NFC championship game where the score was tied with less than two minutes left right. to go and there was a pass interference that wasn't called right. very blatantly and obviously. There's been nothing like that. That's the, happened they put the, the wrong team in the Super Bowl, right? right? Yeah. Right. Right. Nothing's right. happened. That's not a threat to the integrity of the game. No. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, the last little uh, branch that comes out of this, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry. So have you ever seen the commercial? It's like the PSA where it's like sportsmanship and it's like the kids playing basketball and the kid steps out of line uh, out of bounds and he's like coach oh yeah he stepped out of, bounds, right? stepped out of bounds right bounds yeah from adam schefter multiple nfl teams reached out to the falcons in recent weeks to acquire about trading for calvin ridley and each time atlanta declined to enter in any talks out of good faith knowing the issues in store for their standout wide receiver you clowns get rid of him as quick as you can who cares you gotta win games man winning yeah, over everything well, get him out of there Obviously, the Texans did not know what was about to blindside them with Deshaun Watson last summer. They would have traded him right away. <laughs> right. That wouldn't have been good sportsmanship, right? Who cares? We'll take three first-round yeah, draft picks we'll this. if you know what's coming with uh, Watson last summer. But I, now, anyway. I, I will say in, huh? the last bit on this is I cannot wait for – because we're watching right now. We have NFL Live up on the TV, and they're clearly talking about this. I cannot wait to see what the talking points are that come out of this. The danger of sports gambling and not really knowing the nah. details of what Ridley is. But to me, as a as people who work at the network, right, of VSIN, who's a sports gambling network, right, 
who know more about the intricacies of sports gambling than a lot of the talking heads in mainstream media, mm-hmm. I do wonder, you know, I think it would be somewhat dangerous for some of these talking heads to spin this message into something which it should not be. As you said, it's not a big deal. A couple of parlays while he was away from the team, probably hanging out with some folks in an area, just take, you know, taking it easy. Hey, but it will not be that for some talking heads. It's totally different. If you have a quarterback or a running back or somebody who's a significant player betting on games while he's active uh, during the season. But that's not what we have here. It's a totally different case. I, I just hope most of the opinions that come out from the mainstream media are um, intelligent, let's say uh, somewhat educated, and that uh, we don't hear a bunch of nonsense from people about the dangers of uh, sports betting and the leagues associating with them. I see an NFL uh, – live panel on ESPN right now. We can't hear what's being said, but I would assume people like uh, Mina Kimes have intelligent opinions on this. And you're not, you're not going to get a lot of out. You're going to get outrage from, I think, the uneducated. Yes, absolutely. So uh, this will be a topic, and um, a lot of people will spin it out to what it isn't. But as we know, uh, we will see what's going to happen. But again, Calvin Ridley, the news today, suspended for at least the 2022 season uh, due to throwing in a couple of parlays from his cell phone on some NFL games. Let's talk hoops. Let's do it. All right, weekend that was. Uh, first off, I know. I know what Matt Humans. I didn't text Matt Humans on Saturday because I knew what he was doing. I knew that he had everybody. Had kicked, he kicked everybody out of his home. You were waiting to watch Coach K's final regular season game, see what was going to happen, right? <laughs> the best rivalry in sports. Get from the what popcorn I ready. Yeah. Here Did you weep? Uh, no. No. Uh. Did you love it? Every I didn't even watch. Didn't even watch. I didn't watch <laughs> till the last uh, four minutes. And the only reason I watched the last four minutes, I saw Carolina was winning the game, so I had to see the reactions from the Duke crowd and uh, how how the Dukies were going to handle crazies? losing uh, Coach K's uh, final home game. <laughs> I, I couldn't. There's no way I could stand to watch that uh, Coach K love fest. So I. I Planned to watch zero of it, and uh, fortunately, I got to catch the last four minutes of some of the post game because that was entertaining. But um, I wonder if Duke's going to be a better bet now in the ACC tournament, the NCAA tournament, because of the debacle that happened on uh, Saturday. A double-digit favorite loses by 13 to a North Carolina team that Duke had pummeled previously. I have to give uh, a lot of credit to Hubert Davis and the Tar Heels here. Yeah. You know, a lot of people have spent the past couple of days mocking Duke and a lot of the crying fans and the, the thing that's happening. All that's funny. But uh, how about Carolina? The first time around, I bet Duke against Carolina the first time in Chapel Hill, and that, was, that game was a joke. Duke was a small favorite and was up 28 points late in the game. And uh, Tar Heels showed no toughness whatsoever. The fact that Hubert Davis got his team to bounce back he challenged him, and he got an underdog to show up and play with some fight. I think it was really impressive, and I have to upgrade Hubert Davis's, uh, I-, I would say, performance this season from a C to like a B plus, just based on uh, the-, the way he got his team to respond from the yep. blowout loss at home to Duke to the blowout win in Coach K's uh, finale at Cameron. Very, very impressed that Hubert Davis was able to do that with the Tar Heels team. So uh, you got a double-digit dog there that won by 13 points at Cameron. That game flew over the total of 154, 94 to 81. Really a pathetic defensive performance uh, by Duke. And yep. uh, I still think the Blue Devils have what it takes to win the conference tournament, obviously. They're odds-on favorites right now. Bet MGM minus 130. I laid 125 with Duke in the ACC tournament in Brooklyn. And Duke's probably going to get a favorable draw and a uh, road they can nav- navigate to the Final Four in New Orleans. So it doesn't really mean anything in the big picture in terms of uh, your futures in that – Maybe Duke is going to be a better bet in the tournament because it got its ass handed to it. 
and two uh, Devils got their ass handed to them in the, the last game by Carolina. I think uh, you're going to see a team that re- refocused here for the postseason. I was a little disappointed in Jay Billis at the end. He was trying to make excuses for Duke. Aww. He was calling the game, and he said at the end, well, you know, it's been a really emotional day for all these Duke players. You know, don't don't jump in and start making excuses at the end of the game. Duke had a, what, a nine- or ten-point lead in the game and blew the lead. Correct. The emotions of the day had nothing to do with blowing a ten-point lead and losing by double digits. And then uh, how about Coach K, who was quick to throw his team under the bus after the game in his speech <laughs> about how it was unacceptable. And, uh, um, okay. some, you, do, you made no adjustments as a coach to fix what was going wrong in that game. Some things you love yeah. to see in the last waning seconds here of our uh, first little segment. Uh, 16-25 ATS at home at Cameron Indoor against UNC. Coach K finishes his career. It was what? 16-25 against the spread. Against oh, okay. I think 21-18 and 18 straight up, which is kind of surprising. Yep. He's got 18 straight up losses to Carolina at Cameron. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll come back. We have plenty left to get to here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Game on. Play the Yangling Bracket Battle and bring the goods. Make your college hoops picks before the tournament's first tip-off. Take a free shot at a share of $60,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Yangling now to sign up and join the action. Yangling, Lager, uh, Lager, Lager up and bring the goods. <laughs> Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. What did you say about the Lakers? Uh, no. Well, actually, here. So well, let's do this. Has LeBron made... The Lakers, title contenders again. What do you think? That sounds like a, a bit for a Fox Sports show. <laughs> it does, it does. Actually, when uh, I walked in today, ESPN had a show on with uh, Screaming A, and the, and the panel discussion topic bar underneath said, does LeBron get enough credit for his scoring ability? Who would sit around and watch a segment like that? Why, why would anybody give a damn about what anybody says about somebody? See, to me, that's complete trash sports uh, TV. That's why you would watch things like V-CIN instead of nonsense like that. I, you say that, and I agree, but the ratings say a different, <laughs> say something else. Yeah, well, that's, that's because it's, it's ESPN. It's just people yeah. have the TV on. They're just um, going to watch it. Tell you what, 
Can we? I know you like it. More like network. zombies. Is tune in and watch the same thing day after day. If it's Skip or some idiot just saying a uh, spouting nonsense, they're going to watch. Somebody was complaining to me last week about something Skip Bayless said. I said, "Why are you even watching this show?" Oh, well, I agree with that. Huh? Uh, every once in a while on Twitter, people are like, "Did you see what Skip said?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> how, how dumb are you <laughs> to pay attention or even care what that guy has to say about anything? Um, can we take off the NFL Network, please? Uh, the Colts Saints Super Bowl is on. I don't want to watch Tracy Porter return a pick six for a touchdown here in about an hour or so. So. You remember this? I remember it. Yes. I was very sad. I remember it well. Uh, all right. Breaking news really quickly to add to the Ridley thing, and we'll move on from here. But worth uh, adding information from Lindsey Jones, per a source informed of the investigation, uh, Calvin Ridley, who, for those who are just joining us, did get suspended for betting on NFL games, placed three parlays, three, five, and eight teamers, and bet on the Falcons to win. All of the bets were placed between November 23rd to the 28th. Falcons beat Jacksonville. Lindsey Jones uh, notes on November 28th. All of the bets were placed via a mobile app in Florida. So, one of us. One of us. <laughs> okay. Right? Three, five, and you eight teamers. Fire away, baby. If that's the extent of his activity in uh, in betting, there's no way he should be suspended for an entire season. Now, uh-huh. I guess you could say by the letter of the law, whatever the NFL threatens, if you bet on games, you're going to be suspended for X amount of time. That's such a minor offense by an inactive player that I, I would think uh, a four-game suspension would be plenty. Like I said, we've seen players do a lot worse. Um, in terms of uh, crimes committed in public and suspended for less time than that. So, uh, anyway, let's move on. I'm I'm already tired of talking about the Calvin Calvin Ridley issue. I actually think that uh, he had inside information on eight games, and that's why he put an 18. Well, apparently it says here on (laughs) NFL Network, evidence shows no inside information was attained or any games were compromised. So, what's the big deal? (laughs) Yep. All right. Really quickly, last thing to put a bow on this, uh, North Carolina defeating Duke 94-81 <laughs> no, over the weekend. Huh. We're never going to forget that. No. It was a great memory. But it was, it, it was not the best moment in Tar Heel history. Come on. If you're a Carolina fan, this being the uh, Duke victory, the victory over Duke, this has to be the most satisfying win of all. Championships are nice, but this, says Seth Davis. About the victory over North Carolina. Yeah, that, over Duke. that was tweeted out by uh, Seth Davis, a Duke grad, after uh, <laughs> after Carolina beat Duke on Saturday. And how how self important do do some Duke fans think they are to tweet out something like this? Is ridiculous. Okay, Carolina's won how many championships? Uh, I'm going to say six. Sure, I'd have to look it up, but somewhere around five or six national championships. I'm going to say six. And Seth Davis is arrogant enough to think that beating Coach K in his home finale is more important than winning any of the six championships. Winning a national championship, yeah. I mean, it was great. I was laughing. Uh, And a lot of people loved it. But a championship's better. There's no question about it. So, uh, the fact, I don't know, sometimes when when you see national media types, and there are a lot of guys in the national media who are lapdogs for Coach K, and it's embarrassing, and Seth Davis is going to be one of them. Uh, that makes it hard. It makes it even hard for somebody who's objective to like Duke, mm-hmm. right? When you see stuff like this, shocking. Uh, Duke, unlikable. Never could have thought. All right, really quickly. So uh, Wednesday, we get the conference tournament, like the big conference tournaments, we'll call them, uh, that really tip off in earnest. A lot of these will get started. Now, later in the week, we get to see the Big Ten get started in terms of their tournament, but we did get a pretty good result on Sunday. Uh, Illinois, 74-72 over Iowa, uh, gets a share of the Big Ten title 
with the win over the Hawkeyes. So good for them. And because of that victory, number one overall seed in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, props to Illinois. Great job by Brad Underwood. has been one of my favorite coaches for years, and I have to give uh, – the Illini, a lot of credit here. They battled back. They persevered. They had some uh, COVID issues during the season. They lost Kofi Coburn in a big game that they got blown out at Maryland. Uh, despite all that, they, they rallied the tie for the uh, regular season title with Wisconsin. And uh, Illinois was swept by Purdue, uh, but still tied Wisconsin for the title. Uh, by virtue of the Badgers losing to last place Nebraska, on Saturday by one point, a Nebraska team that went into the game without its leading scorer. Now, Wisconsin's Johnny Davis was knocked out in the second half by a flagrant foul, so he missed the last 17 and a half minutes of the game. But nobody thought that Nebraska was going to go to Madison and beat Wisconsin in right. that game. And when it happened, that opened the door for Illinois to get a piece of the championship. The Illini had not even claimed a share of the Big Ten title since 2005. So this is a big deal for Brad Underwood to get this done in Champaign. And it sets up the Big Ten tournament bracket a little differently here with Illinois on top. The Illini are going to face the winner of the Indiana-Michigan game, the 8-9 game. Indiana's got to win that to get in the NCAA tournament field. That's a win-and-you're-in type of game for the Hoosiers. Lose and you go to the NIT. Uh, Rutgers is going to be the four seed in the top half of the bracket. Watch out for Iowa. That's what I'm telling you right now. The five-seed Iowa could make a run here if you can get good odds around 10 to 1 on the Hawkeyes. Grab it because that's a hot team that's won nine of the last 11. That's going to be my pick to win the Big Ten tournament. And uh, in the bottom half of the bracket, you got number two seed Wisconsin, number three seed Purdue. And if those teams advance, I assume Johnny Davis is going to be okay to play for the Badgers. Yeah, one report out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel said that he's expected to be ready when the Badgers play yeah. in the Big Ten tournament. Great so. guard. So after the game, I think he's going to be fine, whatever. You know, so. I think Johnny Davis will be back later in the week. That game would not be till Friday. The Wisconsin uh, facing the winner of the Maryland-Michigan State game. And then if uh, the, the seeds advance, the top seeds advance, be Wisconsin and Purdue, and the Badgers trying to win three in a row in that series, which is unlikely uh, this season. But uh, I think the Hawkeyes, I, a lot of times you look at, you want to see the brackets. People have been asking me for the last couple of weeks, who would you pick in this tournament? Who would mm-hmm. you pick? I want to see the brackets first and what path you have, have to travel with a long shot before I think you can get there. And I think the Iowa Hawkeyes got a, a decent shot here as the five seed. Uh, they're, they're hot right now. They probably should have won that game yesterday in Champaign, but they uh, shot 11 for 20 from the, or excuse me, 10 for 22 from the free throw line. The Murray brothers missed five straight free throws. Late in the game, and the Illini won it with uh, Kofi Coburn getting 21 and 14. And despite Trent Frazier shooting 1 for 9, 0 for 5 from 3 in uh, 38 minutes. But great job by Brad Underwood to get a piece of the Big Ten title. And uh, we'll look forward to the Big Ten tournament. Uh, later in the week, and uh, I'm going to stick with Iowa as my uh, pick to win it. And, you know, I, I heard this, you know, coming out of a couple people that really like, um, you know, college basketball. Like, sometimes beating Iowa, it's kind of just worth it, right? It's better than championships. <laughs> kind of just want to beat the Hawkeyes, yeah, right? right? Get that number yeah. one overall seed in the Big Ten tournament. Matters a little bit more. No? Uh, all right. Uh, now, we do Championships have, uh, are nice, but, you know, yeah, right? <laughs> beating Fran McCaffrey is going to be the best thing of all. Now, actually, um, I think. Iowa's playing at the highest level of any Big Ten team on the offensive end well, of the floor right we've now. We've talked about this before. When you have when you have a uh, an elite wing player like Keegan Murray who can just carry you through. His brother's pretty good too. Right. Chris. So you got Bohannon, you got you got all sorts of guys actually who can light it up. 
So we again, uh, we do have a lot going on in college hoops today. As I said, uh, there's going to be a, a couple of tickets punched later tonight because we do have finals uh, that are going to be decided later this evening. Brian Edwards is going to be with us. Uh, but for those who don't know, uh, we get the Sun Belt final, Louisiana, Georgia State, the Southern, Furman, and Chattanooga. Those two conferences will crown their champions later today. We also get the West Coast Conference semifinals, San Francisco, Gonzaga, right up the street at the Orleans, and Santa Clara and St. Mary's. Uh, before we get out of here, anything stick out to you on those? Yeah, I played Santa Clara plus five and a half. I sent that in this morning. I don't know if it made the VSIN email or not, but I think that number has ticked down a little bit since then. Uh, Santa Clara was catching five and a half. Well, I walked into South Point, number was four and a half, but uh, actually I'm seeing five still at some spots out there, so that's okay. If uh, you want to bet, bet Santa Clara, these teams split the season series. Uh, this is going to be St. Mary's first game since February 26th which I think is a negative. Uh, that was a 10-point win over Gonzaga. I'll talk more about this uh, game later in the show when we get the best bets, but I did play St. Mary's plus 5.5. Uh, excuse me, Santa Clara plus 5.5 against St. Mary's in the late West Coast Conference game tonight in Las Vegas. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming. Daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready. Get analysis from our experts, including JVT, Wes Reynolds, hey. Greg Hoops Peterson, Mike Palm, Amal Shaw, Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson, and others. Every key team, conference, and player to watch is covered. Sign up today, get the betting guide, plus full access to vSIN through April 5th for only $19 at vSIN.com slash madness. All right, we'll come back. Plenty left to get to. Brian Edwards joins us next. This is The Edge on vSIN, the sports betting network. Get an early start on your college hoops tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket betting coverage starting Sunday, March 13th, with a six hours of free live video streaming on VSIN.com, including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every game. Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket and round one tournament betting with the VSIN college hoops experts on Sunday, March 13th, 6 p.m. Eastern, free on VSIN.com. That includes Greg Hoops Peterson and Jeff Parles and West Reynolds and everybody else. Let's do it. Uh, Brian Edwards, nice enough to give us some time today. You can follow him on Twitter at Vegas B. Edwards. All right, Brian, before we get to some of the big picture stuff when it comes to some of these conference tournaments that are going to be underway, we do have uh, conference tournaments that are already in their semifinal rounds, final rounds. Uh, let's go over to the Summit League where Oral Roberts is going to take on North Dakota State. We've seen quite the move here in favor of Oral Roberts, and it uh, sounds like you're on that same side, correct, sir? Yeah, I'm going to go with Oral Roberts. Not a, not a strong opinion. I haven't uh, been able to watch Max Aces and company since December. Uh, they have lost, uh, or I'm sorry, they closed the uh, regular season with back-to-back losses and lost uh, three or four. They've lost uh, to this North Dakota State team twice. Uh, but I will go with Aces and company uh, plus the one uh, tonight, hoping they can find a little uh, March run in them once again this year. Oh yeah, that's uh, your Brian Edwards with a serious long shot. You're coming out to Vegas. You going to bet that this weekend? Well, look, I bet Roberts to to win the national title or no? <laughs> no, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you out here. I think you're coming out Friday, right, for our conference tournament weekend? No, Wednesday, but I don't get in until pretty late on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I'll be ready ready to go on Thursday. All right, don't call me Wednesday. I'll see you Friday when you get here. <laughs> uh, we'll be we we'll be down at Circa this weekend watching the games as well. So uh, you get to check out Stadium Swim this weekend, hopefully. Uh, Brian, I want to go to um, the SEC, which is your specialty. And uh, I always like to talk to people who specialize in a conference or are really sharp in a specific conference. And you're one of the best when it gets to uh, SEC time. Is there anything worth playing in the future? And uh, how about any of the first-round games, any of the first-round matchups that you see, or anything the way uh, you see the bracket might unfold that you have circled and you're looking ahead that you're, you're thinking that might be a play? What's your plan of attack here for the SEC tournament? Well, there's a lot of SEC teams that are hot on the over right now. Uh, Georgia is one of them. Obviously, we don't know the lines yet, but if the Georgia-Vandy total is – like 147 or fewer, I will be on that over. The over's on a 9-2 and two run uh, for Vandy. The over's on a 15-7 and seven run for Georgia, but 6-1 and one in the last seven. And 19 of Georgia's last 22 games uh, have had 143 or more combined. The two totals when Vandy and Georgia met this uh, year were 145 and 139.5. So um, hopefully we can get you know a little lower – uh, number than the 147 uh, that I threw out a second ago. But if it's 147 or fewer, I'll be on that over. Uh, the over's also on a 10-1 and run for South Carolina, a 7-1 run for Ole Miss, 10-3 uh, and 17-7 and runs uh, for A&M, and uh, I think I mentioned a 9-2 and over run for Vanderbilt. Brian Edwards with us. You can follow him on Twitter, Vegas B. Edwards. Who's your pick to win the SEC tournament, Brian? Uh, I got to go with Kentucky, but now, look, Arkansas, I saw is at 7-1 to at FanDuel, but I'm a little worried about the, the injury to Tony, uh, one of their starters who did not play against Tennessee, but Arkansas has obviously been cr- playing great ball, and they um, yeah, and I think they have a shot, especially if Tony's healthy, and, you know, they got off, they were flat. I, I remember listening to you guys last week, you suggested that Arkansas would be in a flat spot after a bunch of close games, and uh, you know, just played so well for so long. And they were awful in the first half, but yet battled back at Tennessee and got a backdoor cover. And we're right there in the game in the last uh, couple of minutes. So I like how Arkansas is playing. I think they've got pretty good value at 7-1. to one. I know they're 50-1 to one to win the tournament. I got them at 70-1 to one a couple of weeks back. Okay. Uh, for those who are watching and don't know, uh, Arkansas, of course, uh, the fourth seed. So they're waiting. Uh, they will get the winner of LSU and whoever they will face, which is uh, Ole Miss, uh, Missouri winner. So a uh, – Potential tough draw if they get LSU, which would be the most likely outcome of that game, and then they're on the side of the Auburn bracket. So just to fill people in on what's mm-hmm. going on in the SEC. Uh, all right, you want to go That's to – That's the Florida bracket, JBT. Yeah. We're going to take Auburn out. Oh, okay, all right, sorry. Yes, uh, Florida is on that side of the bracket <laughs> as well, uh, taking on Texas A&M <laughs> on March 10th. Uh, let's go to another tournament, and we'll talk some big-picture stuff here. Uh, first off, uh, let's go to the ACC. So we were just talking about, you know, that wonderful final game for Coach K in the regular season. Uh, well, they're on the side of the bracket with Miami. Do you want to call this the Miami side of the bracket here because it looks like you like the Hurricanes think they're pretty live here, huh? Yeah, 13 to 1 and you look, I mean, it's obviously, you know, neutral court, but uh Miami's been good on the road. Um I can't uh they're either 10 and 2 straight up and against the spread in 12 road games or maybe it's 11 and 2 now after uh covering again the other day. Um yeah, I think Miami's won at Duke already this year and um they've played good away from home. Uh, all season long to 13 to one looks like a pretty attractive number for the Canes, especially considering uh, 
you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure some people think with Duke played so poorly the other night, maybe they're even more dangerous moving forward. Maybe they are, but uh, maybe they're ready to get bitten by uh, the Canes again this year. Uh, Ten to two straight up and against the spread to confirm your number there on the road this season for the Hurricanes. So thirteen to one to win the ACC. Well, let's shop around too because yeah. right there at Bet MGM you see fourteen to one on Miami. Yeah. So that's an important thing if you're going to bet these conference tournament futures. A lot of uh, math guys out there will uh, say just roll everything over uh, when you bet the money lines instead of betting futures, you get more value. But like I said last week. There's a convenience factor in this, and a lot of people just don't have the discipline and patience to roll it over, roll it over, roll it over, mm-hmm. and sometimes just want to make one bet. So that's okay if uh, people want to play it that way too. Uh, in the ACC, you're talking about Miami now, double digits to win that conference tournament. What about the Clemson-NC State game? You've got to play there, right? Yeah, I like Clemson minus five and a half. They've won four in a row. They won three of those without their leading scorer, P.J. Hall, who's been out for a couple of weeks. But he came back on Saturday. They limited his minutes. He only played 14, but he still had 12 points. Uh, but more than anything, we're I mean, Clemson's playing pretty good ball right now, but we're fading NC State here. They've lost four in a row by eight points or more. They're one in ten, but straight up and against the spread. In their last 11, they've got uh, a uh, – Lame duck head coach, and they're ready for the season to be over. I think Clemson rolls tomorrow. Yeah, NC State's been a real fade in the uh, second half of the season, no no doubt about it. Okay, from the ACC to the AAC, Memphis is suddenly a hot team after uh, Penny Hardaway's rant at midseason. We're seeing the Memphis Tigers uh, play much better basketball. They blew out Houston over the weekend, swept the Cougars in the regular season. You like Memphis 4-1 to win the AAC, right? I do, and uh, yeah, like you said, ever since that uh, rant, they are, let's see, three, four, ten and one uh, straight up and nine, or no, eight and three against the spread. They've beaten Houston twice and beaten them by double digits twice, mm-hmm. and obviously that's the team to beat in this tournament. So at four to one, I think Penny Hardaway's team is uh, worth a, a small wager. Okay. All right, again, Memphis was worth a big wager yesterday against Houston. That was uh, a very sharp play if you played Memphis against Houston on uh, Sunday morning. Uh, JVT, when we came in the studio today, Mike Pritchard, a Colorado grad, was asking me about long shots in the Pac-12 tournament. Is there any team we could see that come out of the field? Um, aside from the, uh, the locks, the NCAA tournament locks here, which are going to be Arizona, UCLA, and USC. And uh, Brian Edwards appears to have a long shot. What do you got, Brian? It's not like a triple-digit team we're talking here, is it? Oh, yeah. Arizona State, 100-1. to one. They are, uh, They've won four in a row, but straight up and against the spread. They're 7-1, and one, but straight up and against the spread in their last eight. And four of those seven wins have been by margins of 17 points or more. They've had a horrible season. I, I'm not sure about Bobby Hurley's you know, hot seat status, but they're certainly playing hard for him. Uh, here at the end, and even the non-cover in the last eight uh, could have been a, a potential cover or push against UCLA. They lost by 14, but that line was 14 or 14 and a half the morning of that game. It, it ended up closing at 13. You know, obviously, not talking about risking much, but at 100 to one, the way ASU is playing, I think it's worth a shot. Yeah, if you can get 100 to one, I actually think that is worth a shot as well because Arizona State's playing really good basketball, surprisingly, <laughs> here in the last few weeks. And I, I, I kind of feel like it started with that triple overtime upset of uh, UCLA and Tempe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the first uh, 
uh, what that would have been February 6th, yeah. I believe. Yep. So Arizona, UCLA, and USC at the top of the Pac-12 tournament odds board. And, Brian, I think Oregon's going to be a chic pick with a lot of people because Dana Altman typically gets his team to play well in uh, February and March, and that has not happened. Do you think Oregon possibly has a run in it uh, the next week or this week in uh, Vegas? Possibly. I mean, I, you know, I think that uh, this tournament is, is pretty wide open. Uh, I know Juzang came back uh, the other night, but uh, four thirteen from the field, only eight points. So, I mean, he's got a little more rest to get ready uh, for this tournament. But, I mean, I, I think that, uh, yeah, Oregon could make a push. And, uh, you know, I don't know where – I mean, they're pretty bubbly right now. They need to definitely win a game or two just to, uh, to uh, right. feel comfortable. So, I should – yeah. Brian, we, we appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Vegas B. Edwards up on Twitter. You can find him up there. We'll come back. You can More find details. him in Vegas this oh, week. Right More details emerging on the Calvin Ridley kids. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in this segment. Of the Edge is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Yes. Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Just look for three letters. Z-Y-N. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, coffee-flavored citrus, though, has the hearts of many here at the network. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's Perfect for you. Zen America and V-Sins. Number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to Zen.com slash find to locate a store to you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Bam. What were those three letters again? Z. Y. Y. N. Gotcha. That's right, baby. ZYN.com. Yes. Let's get the best bets. All right, we'll recap. Uh, you had a couple points. winners on uh, Friday, including a Pelicans rocking chair game. Oh, that was uh, one of the easiest games of the year, and in a long time. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, yes, but Pistons plus three. That one was quite the sweat, but the Pistons end up winning outright and extend it, and it's going to be at risk today. Pistons now, how about this? Humans, five and two straight up, seven and oh ATS in their last seven games. Mm. Young kids playing pretty well, and they look like they want to win games too. Pelicans, though, as you mentioned, a plus four and a half against the Jazz. Got to tell you, man, uh, they lost yesterday in overtime and ended up not covering. 
tampering against the uh, Denver Nuggets, but there was a game in which they were down by 21 points at one point, came storming back and led by 11 late in that game. Mm. Michael Malone was so pissed, he got ejected. We had Bryn Forbes getting called for text. It looked like the Nuggets were melting down. Watch out for this Pelicans team. Not only have they you know, changed this lineup, it looks a lot better offensively, but we get the report over the weekend that guess who's back in New Orleans? Zion. Zion Williamson. He's going to be at home games, not in uniform, uh, but still. Maybe on the verge of returning, but the Pelicans at least uh, at that plus 440 yes bet I have on them to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. that looks like a pretty live ticket at this point, given the changes. So two wins there uh, to play for today. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Pistons plus eight, uh, seven and a half against the Atlanta Hawks. Opened up eight, down to seven and a half. The Hawks are not a good defensive team, and this Pistons team wants to play good winning basketball. They have said as much. Uh, the Hawks to lay eight, seven and a half on the road with a team that is one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA and another team that hasn't been adjusted by the power ratings in the market. I'll take a shot one more time. Give me the Pistons plus the points. You're going to run the Pistons back yeah. again tonight? Yeah. Okay. We're going for eight and no ATS, baby. You know what? The Pistons are playing well. They got some young talent. The Pelicans, the same deal. Uh, I know Mike Palm remembers this. When Zion Williamson was uh, at Duke that one year, Amal Shaw predicted he was going to be a bust in the NBA. And uh, I think a big part of his prediction was Zion's weight. Yeah. And so far, you Amal see the pictures Sh- of him over the weekend? Yes. So far, Amal Shaw is winning that argument. Well, yeah, I think it's just, it was That's a hard way to go. It was a thick coat. You just didn't like the fact that the coat had butterflies on it. <laughs> I think that was the I would not wear a coat like that. No. It was a big monarch butterfly. It looked beautiful. I would wear it. Turtleneck, too. Turtlenecks aren't good for guys who have big faces. And Zion's got a big face. You know, kind of pushes everything up like that. Makes it look a little bit more You don't soft. wear a turtleneck, do you? Oh, I can't. No. I, yeah, I've got a soft chin as it is. Can't do it. Now, you know who pulls <laughs> off the turtleneck? Who's that? Patrick Maher. Boy, oh, boy, does that guy pull off the turtleneck. He's a good-looking guy. That's he fine. can pull off a lot of different looks. Looks good in the studio. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Uh, I got a recap from Friday first. Gardner Webb on the money line. Good which, thing you went money line. <laughs> yeah, good thing because uh, Gardner Webb was a two point favorite. Number was bet up to three and a half, and Gardner Webb had a two point lead in the ball late, got stripped. Uh, Campbell had two free throw attempts, hit one, missed one. Gardner Webb won by one. Saturday, Wyoming minus three. Awesome situational spot for the Cowboys. Number was bet up to uh, four and a half. Wyoming had to win that one in overtime. I uh, also had a winner. I'm not going to count it on my record on UNLV over eight conference wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebels finished with 10 and put that on there, but that's now official. And I uh, actually had a really good weekend betting college hoops. So let's try to keep it going this week. I'm going to stay hot in the month of March tonight. I played Santa Clara, the Broncos, plus five and a half against St. Mary's, a late game in the West Coast Conference Tournament. These teams split during the regular season. Uh, and uh, the first... Game for St. Mary's since February 26th and that 10-point win over Gonzaga. I think that's uh, a negative that the Gales have not played uh, since that Gonzaga game. And, um, you know, I would say the Santa Clara team impressed me early in the season. Um, They beat Stanford, Nevada, TCU in the month of November. They opened up the West Coast Conference Tournament with a uh, blowout of Portland, a 24-point win. Jalen Williams had 24 points in that game. I think that the fact Santa Clara has – it's a well-coached Santa Clara team, too. And the fact the Broncos have played a game here in the West Coast Conference Tournament and St. Mary's has not played in about 10 days says so advantage Santa Clara. So I took the five-and-a-half in that game tonight. Um, Brian Edwards on Oral Roberts plus one tonight. I, I thought about playing that, but I, I stayed away from that tournament. I do have South Dakota State to win the Summit League and Duke to win the ACC. And uh, – 
that's it for college hoops for tonight. I'm going to break down a bunch of the conference tournaments tonight and have uh, definitely a few more plays tomorrow and uh, a lot more plays later this week. All right. Um, so the news of the day for those who are with us, of course, uh, is the fact that uh, Calvin Ridley has been suspended. Oh, is uh, that it? Yeah. Is that the, I thought it was going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers picked his team. Is that tomorrow? Oh, you got me excited. I was like, did that really happen? I think it's supposed to happen tomorrow. He's supposed to inform the Packers tomorrow if he accepts their offer or he wants to go to Denver. How can he do that with the integrity of the league on the line at this point right now? Go ahead and explain the story. Calvin Ridley, of course, has been suspended uh, for at least the 2022 season for wagering on games. Now, details continue to emerge on this. We do know that he made three bets, a three-team, a five-team, and an eight-team parlay uh, on a mobile app. Well, if you're betting three, five, and eight-team parlays, that's obviously based on inside information. Correct. All uh, He knew he knew inside <laughs> information on eight different games. No. Um, uh, joke. It is. Okay. Don't. Yeah, please. So he was suspended indefinitely. Again, the wording is at least the 2022 uh, season. Uh, Roger Goodell with a scathing email uh, about uh, – the integrity of the game and the National Football League being the, of the utmost importance. Not so much when you suspend abuser Greg Hardy for 10 games, uh, but Calvin Ridley for at least a season for well, placing three parlays. It's Greg Hardy. You could go on Antonio Brown and all sorts of situations in the NFL. Where, a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, but here's the deal. <clears throat> we now have details about how much he was wagering. And I got to tell oh, we you. Got, we got the amounts? Oh, yeah. $100? He he's got a gambling problem. Fifteen hundred total dollars on those three parlays mm-hmm. from a mobile app. Five hundred bucks a pop, huh? On the yeah, exactly. Uh, this is you. You voiced this very clearly when we started talking about this. This should not be a big deal. The NFL has seven gambling partnerships that it has in terms mm-hmm. of advertisements. It is littered in terms of gambling advertisement all over any single NFL game that you watch, whether it's prime time or on Sundays when I'm sitting at the Westgate Superbook watching every single game. Right. It is ridiculous. Well, that, you got the Manning family pitching a sports book now. Right. By the way, great joke on Twitter because uh, the punchline for the Caesars ads are we're all Caesars. Apparently not. Calvin Ridley it cannot be a Caesar. <laughs> uh, everybody else can be, uh, but Calvin Ridley cannot. I know the Manning family, or not active uh, NFL players, but Calvin Ridley was not with the Falcons when he made these bets. These are small bets that do not threaten the integrity uh, integrity of any of the games whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're watching NFL and they're discussing or ESPN NFL Live. They're discussing this, and uh, all the people have such serious expressions while while they're talking about this. Dan Orlovsky is like this, like <laughs> like he's waiting for uh, the sentencing of uh, Charles Manson or something. The integrity. It's of uh, it's not that big a deal. Uh, there's no reason to sentence Calvin Ridley to a life, uh, a lifelong suspension because because he did this. This is something that yeah, it's, you don't want NFL players betting on games, even inactive guys. Uh, suspended for two games, four games is probably punishment enough. I, I hope the NFL is not trying to make an example of Calvin Ridley and what certainly appears to be like a harmless situation. It, it, it kind of feels like Roger Goodell just wants to make a bold statement. But he's a hypocrite, and we know it. Right. So <clears throat> make a bold statement while that you know all the cash from DraftKings and FanDuel yeah. and Caesars all clears. Um, by the way, and th- this is this is the other part about this. So Ridley's going to be the fall guy here because he's totally the only NFL player when he's away from his team that is placing parlays and bets. Mm-hmm. Well, there, I'm sure there are players in every league placing bets. You don't want it to happen as a commissioner, but it, it's not uh, this specific situation with Calvin Ridley. Zero threat to the integrity of the game. Yep. And I'll say it a thousand times. I have said it a thousand times. The biggest threat to the integrity of NFL games is uh, a crappy officiating. Mm-hmm. And that's been consistent for several years now. Like, like you and I were talking about the Rams 
Saints NFC Championship game. Poor officiating and a, a, a major officiating blunder sent the wrong team to the Super Bowl. Look at the end that, of this. That's a threat. That's a threat to the integrity of the game. Look at huh? the end of the Super Bowl that we just watched with yeah. the phantom holding call, right on uh-huh. Cooper Cup. There's these decisions; they're <laughs> yeah. everywhere, right? And in a game that was uh, that was free of officials all the entire night, all of a sudden in the last two minutes, it's like flag, flag, flag. So. I guess my hope here is this does not turn into a mainstream media clown show where a lot of uneducated analysts are making uh, statements, bold statements about gambling that are totally off the mark. Um, Yeah, it's too late. That'll happen. Uh, There's going to be a lot of people who have no idea how this stuff works that are going to be talking about it who have the biggest platforms. So hopefully uh, spots like this will help educate the masses on something like that. With that, we are all done. My guys in the desert coming up next. If you missed out on any part of this show, you can go to vcin.com slash podcast. We also have a great number of podcasts that are up there, too, outside of just the shows that you missed. And also best bets are up on the website as well. So until then, we will see you tomorrow here on The Edge. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.